A Florida man artist is suing over invisible sculptures. Another Florida man shot at the cops and then claimed he was being controlled in a video game. Another Florida man named Shaftbang Adams was caught hiding meth inside his penis. And our last Florida man destroyed a liquor store and blamed it on a caterpillar. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. And the only daily weird news podcast that does wickety wickety wick. Florida Fridays, guys. Did you like my little scratch there? Did you know I could beatbox? I don't really do it that much, but it's Friday. (laughs) The weekend makes me beatbox. Those bizarre stories you hear about all the time that seem to only happen here in Florida. I know, right? can't make this stuff up. It is just one of the many wacky news stories out of Florida. And why does the Sunshine State consistently produce such strange news? But what accounts for all this bizarre news? Is it the weather? Is it the people? Florida is full of the crazy stories. A Florida man is suing an artist over invisible sculptures. Earlier in June, an artist by the name of Salvatore Garro made headlines after his invisible sculpture sold for nearly $20,000 at an auction to some moron. I covered this story, and I dismissed his invisible sculpture as being authentic art, and I stand by that. Uh, Turns out people took to their social media accounts to make fun of him as well. I wasn't the only one. Some people jokingly shared the photos of their own invisible sculptures. (laughs) Why didn't I think of that? There's another guy who's upset about this. A performance artist from Gainesville, Florida. This guy claims that he came up with the idea of an invisible sculpture first. And he wants some restitution. His name is Tom Miller, this Floridian. He's threatening to file a lawsuit against Salvatore claiming that Salvatore stole his idea of invisible sculptures and didn't credit him for it. Ah, can you believe it? An Italian artist had no idea who this Floridian Tom Miller was? My goodness. Everyone knows Tom Miller and his invisible sculptures down in Florida. Everybody knows. He did that alligator. Well, they said it was an alligator, but we couldn't see it. (laughs) Yeah. Anybody buy that one? Well, Mr. Tom Miller, the Floridian artist that likes to do artwork that doesn't exist and tell everybody that it does exist went on to express that he installed his own invisible sculpture. I installed my own in Bo Diddley Community Plaza, he said, in Gainesville, an outdoor space. This was back in 2016. He was way ahead of the game when it comes to invisible artwork, this guy Tom. Here's a quote from him. First of all, his his piece was called Nothing, which is an appropriate name for artwork that does not exist. Here's a quote from Tom, anyway. When I saw that this Italian guy did it, I thought, that's my idea. Ideas are important in the world, and my ideas are certainly important to me, and recognition for my ideas is important, so I simply wanted that attribution. Attribution's a big word for a Floridian, but I'm using it. Anyways, I contacted this guy, Salvatore Torre. He dismissed me. He dismissed everything I said, so I, you know what I did? I went out and hired an Italian attorney. And I I feel very confident about this Italian attorney. He told me that I'm his goomba, and I think that means something. Uh, By the way, if you Google Tom Miller nothing, you can easily see that I had this whole paradigm sorted out way before that Salvatore dude ever thought of doing a sculpture of nothing. 
It was Tom Miller. That's right, me. The Tom Miller nothing sculpture. Everybody knows it. Now, currently, there is no lawsuit filed quite yet, but they did send a threatening letter to Salvatore. Here's a quote from the lawyer. We think that it is clear that the Florida man created his invisible sculpture before Mr. Salvatore. And we know that the Mr. Salvatore was aware of the work of the Florida man. Of course, Mr. Miller, the Florida man, clearly deserved to have his work invisible sculpture called Nothing recognized and to enjoy all of the rights and benefits that such recognition brings. You're all crazy. You're all crazy pretending that this artwork even exists. What is this fantasy land you're all living in? I can't. I can't do it. I'm not going to participate in your fantasy and sit around and pretend that this shit exists. And you guys are filing paperwork about it. You're telling the media about it. If you think you created invisible sculptures, you should shut up about that and not tell a soul because you're crazy. A Florida man shot at the police and then said he thought he was being controlled in a video game. He does have a point, guys. We are living in a simulation, man. Do we even have free will, man? Everything is destined. A 25-year-old Florida man is charged with attempted murder after shooting at police officers from his balcony. And then he claimed he thought he was in a video game. What video game, bro? I need an, It's a first-person shooter, clearly. Call of Duty. <laughs> is this Grand Theft Auto? What game are you in, man? And by the way, what drugs are you on, man? Because I would like some of those. I want to feel like I'm in a video game. I can't get these types of drugs at the dispensaries here in Southern California. I want to feel like I'm in a video game. I don't want it to be a violent video game, of course. Maybe something tame like Farmville. Jonesy, what are you doing? I'm picking imaginary cabbages over here. (laughs) I'm in a video game. Kyle Raymond is the name of the Florida man. He was arrested after firing at two police cars that responded to his Boca Raton apartment building. There were 911 calls first. They were reporting an unstable man screaming in the parking lot. My guess is it's Mr. Raymond, the man who's the star of our little story here, screaming in the parking lot. That wasn't enough for Raymond. In the video game, he was then controlled and moved up into his balcony with a gun. Raymond fired 13 rounds at that point from a 40 caliber Sig Sauer P229 handgun, which I believe is a pretty large gun. They have big guns in this video game. He shot from the balcony to the street below, hitting one police car's tire, piercing the roof of another police car. I assume they have bulletproof roofing. I hope so. Wouldn't want to be having, having these men shot by this young man who thinks he was in a video game. They searched his apartment, found many guns in there, and I'm looking at a photo of him. He's got a lot of pimples. Uh, Shouldn't we have a rule where if you have a lot of pimples, you can't own a lot of guns? That seems like a fair rule. If I'm just going to come up with some gun laws, that would be one of them. Just trying to keep the guns out of the hands of these teenagers, you know? But Jonesy, what about adult acne? Well, sorry. There's casualties in (laughs) in every law and rule. Okay, so now we got some very fascinating things that the officers wrote in the affidavit. Um, they wrote, Kyle believes somebody poisoned him. He also believed he was being controlled in a video game. He believed that his actions were being controlled by someone else. He claims the video game is similar to Grand Theft Auto, of course. <laughs> well, you got to come up with some excuse for shooting at the police from a balcony. Yeah, that's very Grand Theft Auto of you.
I'll tell you right now, this story has everything. You got Florida, guns, police, shootings, video games, drugs, and pimples. We could have sex in the playground while we're getting high. Throw a whole plate of chicken. Florida's fine. A Florida man named Shaft Bang Adams was caught hiding meth in his penis. That's the title of the story, guys. I think we have a winner. Shaft Bang Adams was caught hiding meth in his shaft. He's probably got a huge shaft. He's got to. His name's Shaft Bang. Shaft Bang Adams. Sounds like a pimp. Uh, He's out of Orlando here. He was busted for drug possession, according to the media. Rocks of crystal meth were found in the foreskin of his penis. Crystal meth rocks in his foreskin, just tied up in a little nut, like a little drug baggie of meth. <laughs> I'm looking for a photo of his little foreskin. Nothing here. You can imagine, though. You can imagine. Just picture it in your head. A foreskin full of meth. <laughs> Never thought I'd see the day. Desperate times call for desperate measures. You got drugs on you. You're about to be searched by the police. You know it. You got to put them somewhere safe. You don't want to do the up the butt thing. Some, some, you know, some people just don't want to put stuff up their butt. You know, the drugs always go up the butt, right? Well, maybe you don't want to put it up your butt. You know, like where else can I put it? Well, who'd have thought? This penis foreskin. You got to have enough skin there to make to pull this off. But you know, it's like if you can, power to you, man. Hide your drugs in there. Put other things in there. Hide your money in there. Who knows what you could put in there? Put like a fruit roll up in there. You could hide everything in your foreskin. It could be like your little purse, you know? I wish I had foreskin big enough to do that. Just, you know, I'd join the circus. Oh, the amazing foreskin man. Watch him as he puts a uh, three clementines down there. <laughs> The police searched him. Shaft bang. 30 years old. Ah, 30 years old. Caught with meth in your foreskin. Time to question life, I think. Uh, They found the meth in his penis. Four crystal rocks, white in color. This guy guy could fit four crystal rocks in his foreskin. How many can you fit? Ladies. (laughs) This guy could fit rocks in his foreskin. (laughs) What led to the situation? Well, Adams was driving without a license, of course. He's, He's in Florida. No one has a license in Florida. Why would you drive with your license in Florida? You don't have to. They're going to let you go anyways. Unless, of course, they find rocks in your foreskin. The full list of charges on the table for Adams are drug possession, introducing contraband into a penal institution. (laughs) Introducing contraband into a penal institution with your penal. He spent eight days in jail, but unfortunately was able to post a bond. Oh, no, he's out there accumulating more narcotics for his foreskin. No doubt. His record's definitely... Wild. He's been arrested more than twenty times. I mean, this guy's like this is like everybody in Florida. They just all they all have a they have like a record that's longer than your forearm and your foreskin. Hey, yay! A Florida man destroyed a liquor store and then blamed it on a caterpillar because no one can take personal responsibility in Florida. No, I didn't do it. The caterpillar did it. No, it was me, but I see I was being controlled by a video game. Guys, you're Florida men. 
we know what you're up to. All right. We've seen the pattern. You're a bunch of nut jobs. Stop trying to pass the buck. This occurred in a place called Crestview, Florida, which sounds lovely. What is it? Just golf courses and flamingos and delicious cocktails with little umbrellas? No, no, it's drugs. It's people on drugs. A Florida man arrested for destroying a liquor store under construction. It wasn't even complete. What does he have against this liquor store being completed? I don't know. You would think a Florida man would want another liquor store around. He was caught by the police. He told them that he was Alice in Wonderland. I'm Alice in Wonderland. And a hookah-smoking caterpillar ordered me to attack this construction site. (laughs) That's it, guys. Alice in Wonderland. One pill makes you larger and one pill makes you small. And the one that Florida men take makes them take out their balls. Go ask Alice. (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't help myself. I love that song. What's the name of this Alice in Wonderland? Real name Matthew Horace Jones. No relation to your host. Matthew is accused of breaking into a fenced-in area and using a forklift to cause more than $100,000 in damage. Wow. Obviously operating heavy machinery under the influence. (laughs) He took a forklift to this place? (laughs) Wow. He really did not want another liquor store in his neighborhood, clearly. He faces grand theft felony and other charges. The police report also claims that Alice in Wonderland aimed the forklift towards the officers at one point, and they had to stop him using their guns. The police have quoted Alice as uh, identifying himself as the fictional character and blaming the attack on a hookah-smoking caterpillar, saying that he had a problem with, quote, building a place to sell alcohol. He had a problem with a place... That was going to be selling alcohol in his neighborhood, as if there's not other liquor stores in your neighborhood. Bro, this is Florida. Crestview, Florida. There's probably 10,000 liquor stores in Crestview, Florida. But there's only one hookah-smoking caterpillar, bro. And I don't know what you smoked, but you smoked enough to see him. Well, hello. And thank you for joining me for uh, another Florida Friday episode. And thank you for sending me Florida articles. Those of you who did, I appreciate that. It makes my job easier. I got some lovely emails and whatnot. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Deb Goot. Deb Goot, what a name. Great name, Deb Goot. Deb Goot wrote, Jonesy, I want to tell you that you are one of the most hysterical comedians I know. Deb's from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. In Sioux Falls, they call sneakers tennis shoes or tennies, she wants me to know. And I, and I think you should change your language in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. These are sneakers. It's sneakers, guys. What kind of world are you living in where you would still call it tennis shoes? I still can't wrap my head around this. Have a spiffy day, Jonesy. She wrote spiffy. I like that word. Keep using that one. Thumbs up on spiffy. Thumbs down on tennis shoes, Deb. <laughs> Tell everybody in South Dakota, stop it with the tennis shoes, okay? We're not going to do that anymore. Also... Got uh, an article sent me in a lovely email from Brian Lansford. Doesn't say where he's from. Doesn't matter. He's a cool dude. He wrote me, hey, hey there, Jonesy. Huge fan of the podcast. I, strugg- I struggled. I stumbled across this Florida man story. Thought you'd get a kick out of it. It would be hilarious if you covered it on the next Florida Friday. Thanks for making my morning commute to work more bearable and look forward to listening 
Thanks, Jonesy. Have a great weekend and happy fourth, man. Happy fourth to you, Brian Lansford, and all your family members. Hope you guys are having a nice, lovely cookout wherever you're at. Eating some whatever you're into. Some baby back, baby back, baby back. I want some baby back, baby back, baby back. Chili's baby back ribs. Barbecue sauce on the 4th of July. You guys know how it goes. Uh, someone bought me coffees, too, and I want to give some love to Danielle. Danielle is a Floridian. Danielle from Florida. How appropriate that I got a Floridian buying me coffees for my Florida Friday episode. Danielle bought me some coffees off my website, weirdafnews.com, which is where you can go to buy me coffees. She wrote me a little note, too, because when you buy me coffee, you can write a little note to Jonesy. It says, enjoy a nice, robust cup of joe on me from your new Florida homie, Danielle. Yeah, my new Florida homie. Everybody needs a Florida homie, guys. Everybody. Because you need somebody to tell you if that's good meth that you're about to smoke, all right? (laughs) You need somebody to go, hey, those crystals look tight, bro. (laughs) Hit it hard. Everybody needs a Florida homie. Who else is going to show you how to wrestle an alligator? You know, Florida people, they they bring value. Um, Also got a funny email from Robert Cohen, Bob Cohen from Wisconsin. Bob's been a a big fan of the show for a long time, and we've we've exchanged emails on many occasions. Bob sent me some articles and stuff. Bob wrote, um, I have never been to a movie theater in Texas, Jonesy but I have had my pickle drained in a theater many times. (laughs) LOL. (laughs) What a a tremendous joke, man. Bob, that was better than any joke that I did in the Texas movie theater pickle story. If you guys recall, I did a segment on how people in Texas in movie theaters eat pickles for some reason. And somebody, somebody actually told me that we actually throw it right into the bowl of popcorn and it makes our popcorn taste like pickles. And then a a light bulb went off in my head because I remember fairly recently, when I say fairly recently, I mean within the last three years, I found uh, pickle-flavored popcorn at Trader Joe's, and I didn't understand where the hell the pickle flavor came from, like where the idea came from. Because if you're going to make a flavor of popcorn, like you would – there's many more flavors I would go to before I would hit pickle. And Trader Joe's didn't have any other flavors of popcorn. Just said regular popcorn. Then they have pickle. Pickle. Like not barbecue. Pickle. And I'm like, this makes no sense. But now I see it makes sense because in Texas, people are mixing pickles with their popcorn. So it's not uncommon to be eating some popcorn that tastes like pickle, especially in a movie theater in Texas. I assume that's where Trader Joe's got the idea. But anyways... Bob, your joke was tremendous. I just want to give you a shout out. Uh, I, I can appreciate a good, a good pickle joke. <laughs> well, that wraps it up for the show, guys, and the episode. Thanks again for joining me. Hope you're really having a great Fourth of July. Uh, those of you who are celebrating that in the states, for those of you not in the states, I hope you're having a great weekend. Just in general, because I care. If you'd like to help me out by joining my Patreon, that's a way you can support the show. If you're wondering. Uh, and it's patreon.com slash weirdafnews or go to weirdafnews.com. If you'd like to see what I'm up to over the weekend, follow me at Funny Jones on the Instagram. If you'd like to call and leave a message for me, the number is 646-450-2012. I appreciate it. Take care, guys. We'll see you on Monday.